Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the first World in Sport for 2020. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, the World 7 Series returns to Hamilton with a revamped format. Four teams vie for OFC Champions League football qualification and Vanuatu Volleyball begins their final Olympic push. But first, three of the five Pacific nations competing at next year's Rugby League World Cup have been drawn to meet each other in pool play. The draw was conducted by Prince Harry at Buckingham Palace last week. Toa Samoa will open the men's tournament against host nation England in Newcastle and have also been drawn alongside France and Greece in Group A. Three-time semi-finalists Fiji have been pulled with defending champions Australia, Scotland and Italy in Group B, while the Cook Islands, Tonga and Papua New Guinea joined Wales in Group D. The Cookies coach Tony Ero told Tale Anderson they can't wait. I think ultimately, you know, every, every team's first objective is to make quarterfinals and I you know uh, I don't think it really mattered who we're going to draw against we're going to have uh, a couple of tough games and uh, as you said it's uh, a tough pull but um, I think if we can get our right squad together uh, play well then we've got as much chance as anyone else in that group obviously Tonga will be the favourites uh, but looking forward to the challenge against uh, what's a Papua New Guinea team that's really improved after the last two years Wales, uh, they're probably on a bit of a, a downturn, but there is a year and a half to go to the tournament, so uh, anything can happen. I know there's still a year and a half to go, but you know it's the first, well, your first time back since 2013. Are you excited to get in there and um, yeah, get into that tournament? Oh, I wish it was. I wish it was being played next month, to be honest. Um, and I know, you know, even though the draw was uh, took place in England at you know one one a.m. in the morning over here. Um, I know our WhatsApp with our, our boys just went went mad for, uh, for a good half hour as they were discussing uh, the ins and outs of the draw. So uh, I know they're excited about it. Uh, you know, we've got an opportunity this year to play uh, in the Oceania Cup, which gives us a couple of games uh, against some quality opposition, including a, a fellow pool um, member in Papua New Guinea. So, um, you know, that's going to be a good opportunity for us to... A, test ourselves against some quality opposition, uh, and secondly, you know, get the team together and start working on um, a bit of planning, um, and you know, just, just getting the boys together so we can we can improve as a unit before the, the tournament proper. So I, I think with all three tournaments, you know, um, uh, even the women's tournament, you know, I'm looking forward to. But uh, yeah, certainly for us, I, I know it's the Cook Island population and and people. Um, are really excited about. I think there's going to be a pretty fairly big contingent going over. Um, the fact that it's still a year and a half away gives people plenty of time to plan. So, yeah, we're looking forward to a lot of support over there. That's the Cook Islands Rugby League coach, Tony Edo. The women's event will run alongside the men's tournament for the first time, with Papua New Guinea joining England, Canada and Brazil in Group A, and the Cook Islands up against New Zealand, Australia and France in Group B.
A change of format means this weekend's Hamilton Sevens will be the most cutthroat competition yet on the World Series. With the New Zealand League also hosting an official Women's World Series tournament for the first time, the format of the men's competition has been revamped, with the four pool winners advancing directly to the semi-finals and the other 12 teams playing for the minor placings. Samoa have been drawn in the same pool as defending champions Fiji, Argentina and Australia. The Manu have made four changes to their squad from the previous round and coach Sir Gordon Titchens told Tyler Anderson their injury woes are beginning to disappear. Yeah, no, we've been training pretty well. We've got players coming back from injury, which is really positive, and um, players that haven't been involved in the in the first two tournaments in Dubai and South Africa. So them coming back strengthens us, and uh, it's quite competitive at the moment in, in training situations. And um, I guess so far, what have been some of the key areas you've been focused on? Well, we've just got a... I think the, the real key for us and for a lot of teams is, is getting your defence right in terms of your, your technically in the tackle. I mean, there's so many head-high tackles now and teams are getting punished either with yellow cards or penalties. And it's an area that we have to get better at and, uh, and look to basically chop tackles so we can create opportunities. So that's a, a real focus on for this next tournament is, is your ability to, to make good on one-on-one tackles and uh, and, and of course um, defence is everything in Sevens Rugby and uh, we're working on our systems and so we're all quite obviously clear uh, around what our defence systems are and because playing teams like Fiji, Argentina and Australia in a really tough pool are going to be key for us. Speaking about that pool, you're up against Fiji uh, first in that first match. Do, yeah, What do you expect to see from them? Well, I mean, the format in this particular tournament is, is real challenging because it's uh, there's no quarterfinals. You go straight to semi, so you have to win your pool. So with uh, that first game against Fiji, is huge for us. It's a it's a tough pool, and and because Fiji, of course, they're disappointed. They're just sitting only just above us on the series table at the moment for a team that won the World Series last year, and and they've had some injuries and uh, they're making some adjustments as well so I suppose it's the work you're doing between tournaments and, and how you turn up where you're conditioned and you're ready uh, to play and, and I suppose preparation is everything and it'll apply to Fiji and also to ourselves That's Samoa Sevens coach Sir Gordon Titchens Cook Islands football champions Tupapa Marae Rengara hoping to break new ground in this season's OFC Champions League the Avarua club have topped the qualifying stage in the past two seasons, but have failed to win a game after advancing to the main draw. The 2020 qualifying round kicks off in Auckland this weekend, and club president Grover Harmon, who also plays for the team as a central midfielder, says they are determined to take things to another level. We're confident coming into this tournament. Um, we have a few youngsters in the team who will make their debut, and yeah, it's, it's a good experience for them. I think that's our main aim, getting these uh, youngsters on the pitch. Uh, as part of our de- development for our club. In terms of the domestic season, uh, how, how long since you guys have had games? When did that season wrap up? It's been about uh, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks since we uh, finished our season. So possi- and we made it into the finals for the FIFA Cup, and we took that out as well. So you've done the double? Yes. And uh, I suppose having a few weeks off in between, uh, you know, as I think you mentioned, uh, obviously people have day jobs, they've got lives, it's an amateur club, so pr- probably a good little bit of a break to have before, obviously, what will be an intense week uh, in New Zealand in that qualifier. You know, three games in five or six days or seven days, as it is. Oh, yes, for sure. Um, our last match was on the 21st of December, and 
we took like a, a week break and you know it's pretty hard during the festive season to keep fit everyone's eating and got families over from overseas so we got things cracking again and uh, yeah you can tell all the lads were a little heavy a little unfit so basically our preparation leading up to this tournament it's been um just fitness 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 and yeah, just getting the boys back into shape, really. And uh, in terms of the squad that you'll be taking to New Zealand, how different is it from last year's team? Have you added any people for the OFC competition uh, that, that weren't playing domestically, or have the, has there been much of a turnover in the last 12 months? we got a couple of players. I think we got like five players from overseas who will be uh, joining us, uh, two non-Cook Islanders also, and um, it's going to be interesting the first week of training to get everyone together and work as a team. I think that's going to be the most difficult part. Of course, you've won the qualifying stage the last two years. Um, what's the goal? Obviously, you want to win the tournament. You want to go to the main draw. But uh, is is there, um, you know, is that kind of your level, do you think? Or is there a development throughout the team that you think, you know, you could start being more competitive in that main stage if you get to it sort of thing? Um, is You know, what's the sort yes. of focus for the club? Yes, um, I think the main focus is to actually get a result. The, the next stage and um, yeah, actually competing so I think that's the main goal just getting a result at that next level And uh, your coach uh, Tukatissim he's unavailable as I think has been the case for a, a couple of years for this next stage so you've brought in uh, well not brought in he's already a part of the team uh, uh, Anthony, yes. Anthony uh, Samuela will be Samuela player, yeah he'll be taking over yeah he'll be player coach um, does that change much in terms of uh, how the team expects to play or how the preparations and trainings and all that go or um, I, I wouldn't say so. Um, I think we're quite experienced uh, players. A few, or like a few of us, do take control on the pitch, and I think that's basically all we need. Just, uh, just the newcomers coming in, uh, just a bit of guidance, really. And in terms of your opposition, um, Lupe Ole Suanga from Samoa, I guess, stand out as the obvious uh, uh, main rivals. Although, of course, two of the three teams will progress to the main draw, uh, with Pangwa Youth not able to compete obviously because of the measles outbreak uh, late last year yeah. um, so uh, you know is it important for you guys to win this qualifying stage or you know two out of three teams uh, are going to go through as long as you get through is that the the most important thing oh yes of course as long as we get through um, but we do want to top this tournament and come first um, obviously Lupe will be our biggest uh, competition there but we we don't want to rule out the Tongan side too uh, they can be quite competitive. I think last year we only just just beat them two one, I suppose. So it's 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 going to be a tough competition. It's it, it's football for you, you know. Anything can happen. That's the Tupapa Marae Renga Club president Grover Harmon. Vanuatu hope it's a case of third time lucky as they look to seal qualification for this year's Olympic women's beach volleyball competition. 24 teams will compete in Tokyo later in the year, with Japan, Canada, Latvia and Spain already confirmed for the main draw. A further 15 countries will qualify based on their provisional Olympic ranking, but Vanuatu are pinning their hopes on the Asian Football Confederation Continental Cup final. They'll send two women's teams to compete in the Oceania Zone qualifier in New Zealand in March, which is the first of three tournaments in the qualification process. Coach Michelle Bargman told Tale Anderson that with many of the top countries already pencilled in for Tokyo, the Melanesian nation has a much better chance of achieving their aim. Some of the girls are coming back from pregnancy at the moment and they are doing, yeah, improving very good. Some of the young girls in between stepped up. 
So we're having a big squad now. We're very happy to have some competition and we think we are ready for the tournament in Mount Longanui. So for us, it's really difficult to um, have some have information about the tournament. At the moment, we're uh, thinking that, of course, New Zealand is coming, and um, but we don't have other information for teams coming over. Yeah, it's hard for most of the teams because they put a lot of money to um, go to Fiji and the tournament was cancelled. So I'm not sure if the small Pacific Islands can afford to come if they have the budget to go to New Zealand as well now. So we are just looking at um, New Zealand at the moment and we will see which other countries will come over. And with just one team from the Asian Volleyball Confederation, which you guys fall under, um, to qualify for Tokyo, does that add some pressure on you and on the team? Yes, of course, but it's professional sport, so there's always pressure. And I think pressure is good for us to to perform best. It's very hard. There's only one spot. But the top 15 of the world, they will be already qualified. So um, they are out of this qualification system. Um, And that's very good for us. So... Yeah, we have to give our best, and then we will see if it's enough to go to Tokyo. And are you confident going into that tournament? We're very confident. Um, the girls are performing very good at the moment. We have good, um, a good schedule for the next month, good preparation tournaments for Mount Manganui. And, yeah, we're very confident to, to, make this, to make this happen for Vanuatu. It would be a huge thing for whole Manuatu for the federation and especially for the girls as well to qualify. Um, it was a very difficult situation last time um, with this, like, yeah, they were very close to, to Rio and then that some other stuff happened with the Italian federation. And so it was, yeah, it was a very difficult time. But now I think we are prepared and we're in a good situation. And so, yeah, we're really looking forward to competing. That's the Vanuatu beach volleyball coach, Michelle Bargman. Netball Papua New Guinea says securing qualification for next year's World Youth Cup is crucial to their chances of rebuilding the sport and boosting their profile at home. The Pepe's national team have slipped to 31st in the world rankings of late. The Pepe's national team have recently slipped to 31st in the world rankings and have not featured at a World Cup since 1999. Frustrated by the lack of support from sponsors and the public, PNG Netball President Ulato Ave told Tale Anderson it's crucial they do well at the upcoming Oceania Youth Qualifiers in June. We really have lost credibility domestically. We, why, I mean, I think that that's one of the reasons why we don't get a lot of sponsorship, we don't get a lot of support. And gaining, um, getting into the under-21 qualifiers Will bring back, back on sponsors and the government radar as to why, you know, as to how we can improve better in future. But most importantly, I think it's all to do with all development issues, you know. If we are to improve, um, if I am, what if, I really want, put it this way, I really want us to get into the World Cup. That's my main aim with my executives. And if we do get in there, it brings like netball together on par with the other sporting codes in Papua New Guinea. That's how I would see it, and we really are working very hard towards that. Rugby league in I don't I think in New Zealand, in Australia, in other in the Pacific region gains a lot of support from everywhere, and that's 
I mean, let's let's put some gender balance in the whole thing. Let's tell government, let's tell sponsors. Uh, women can do it better than them too. So let's focus on certain things. That so that's the drive we have here, trying to get it on par with, the, especially with rugby league. But it's going to be hard work for us because we have to put in, uh, we have to uh, institute processes and systems in Papua New Guinea to get it on par with the rugby league. Currently, we don't have that. So our aim is to administratively institute all, all those processes and try to sell the idea to uh, to the government and also the private sector. Now, one of the decisions that we made uh, late last year on uh, in our AGM was to change the competition structure. Uh, every year we have a national championship where a lot of districts come in to participate, but it's a very costly exercise. Not only that, we don't see the quality that comes here. So one of our main uh, aims for the Federation this year is to change the competition structure, which we have agreed on. This year is the transitional period to get out from the current structure. We would like to move into a more of a competitive structure by getting provinces to come in. As I said, there are 13 competitive, 13 local provincial associations that participate. And we'd like to just bring in under 17 and under 21 um, uh, so that we create a pathway from the, for them. And the structure is definitely going to change it. So we're focusing on that, trying to get the systems in place and um, the processes in place so that during the, after the under 21 qualifiers, we're going to go out to all our provincial government and sell the idea in our, in our provincial associations, president. Uh, to sell the idea to them that let's move out from uh, the current uh, competition structure because it's a very costly. Let's focus on quality and focus on bringing up under 17 and under 21s only. So it brings, um, it reduces the number of uh, competition uh, in terms of number of participation, but it creates a quality in the end and we get a good cream of players from, and it's a representative team that comes through. We all are working very hard. We want to, we want to get into the World Cup. So, you know, it, quietly we are confident that we will get through. But it requires a lot of hard work in terms of commitment and in terms. We we are very hard on our players. The train on squad now. If we are to get a good team in, there's got to be uh, certain uh, principles they need to adhere to in terms of because you can. Sport is, you know, as a catalyst to change. We're also focusing very much on the attitudes and all those things. We have a few girls from the provinces coming in and a couple of fishermen uh, based girls who are all going to try out for the selections next week. That's the PNG Netball President, Ulato Ave, and that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. You can check out more on rnzi.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.